Line brings many delicious gifts, but none as wonderful as this. She had beautiful blonde hair. She herself was, in fact, very beautiful. She was young, mid-twenties, with a sharp jawline and even sharper blue eyes, and her skin was soft. Softer than a pillow, or so thought George. George did not have beautiful hair. He himself, in fact, was very homely. He was portly, mid-forties, and had the eyes of a lonely man. A very lonely man. But not for long, thought George, for soon he would follow this girl home, and before the night was over, he would wear her skin. And thus began the hunt. George was no stranger to hunting his victims. He had now done this four times in his life. There was no rhyme or reason for it, it just happened. One day, George would be out and about, and he would find the one. They were always women, and he always killed the same night he sighted them. He loved to improvise the killing. He had stabbed a victim with a knife, beat a victim with a broken chair leg, and once even had to strangle a victim because there was nothing else he could use around him. He smiled at the thought. Strangling brought some enjoyment, but he had hoped for something new tonight, a sensation to add to his library. She got off at the California Avenue Blue Line stop, and so did he. He followed her down the steps, through the turnstiles, and continued following her down California Avenue. It was dark, so there wasn't much need to take precaution, just to keep a safe distance behind her so she wouldn't suspect anything. George followed her all the way to her home and watched her enter her apartment from afar, delighted to see that it was a simple duplex with a four-lease sign on the lower part of the building. Empty and all alone, he thought to himself. Delightful. George waited several more hours, at least until traffic died down, and slowly approached the home. George knocked on the door. The simplest approach was the easiest. He was simply lost, a tourist in Chicago, somewhere to be and no idea how to get there. In fact, he would say he was trying to get back to the blue line. How delicious, he thought. She would give him directions back to the very place he sighted her. George, excited easily, but held everything back in himself to keep from being too obvious in his approach. She came to the door, and George looked away and put on a worried face. He would look away from the door to reduce suspicion and turn to it when she held the door open to speak. The door opened. <laughs> Hello? George turned and was not remotely prepared for what stood before him. An angel, he thought, for in the doorway the girl stood in but a silk bathrobe, the top liberally open. George did everything in his power to keep himself from drooling and slurping and instead mustered, Good, <laughs> Good evening. Sorry to disturb you. I'm afraid I'm lost. I'm a tourist, you see, and I'm trying to make my way to the Blue Line to get downtown to see a show. Any chance you could point me in the right direction? Of course, she exclaimed. Welcome to the city. I'll even write the directions down for you. Perfect. The moment she would go to leave the front porch, he'll simply- Won't you please come in? What? She invited him in. The little fool, George thought. She sealed her own fate. George managed to keep his delight to a minimum and mustered out. That would be absolutely lovely. Olivia led the way up the stairs and George followed. A bit strange, George thought to himself as he looked around. There was no furniture. There wasn't much of anything at all. It was grungy and there was nothing hanging on the walls. 
The windows were closed, and there was an old table with a single plate sitting on it. George was disappointed. She has nothing. She is nothing. But suddenly, a strange sensation came over him. For the first time, George felt fear. That's strange, thought George. Of all the people to feel fear, why on earth would it be me? But then, he noticed the pen protruding from his neck. And as he looked from where it came, he saw the girl. His precious victim holding on to the other end, her sharp eyes black, her soft skin leathery, and her jawline as sharp as her large, newly revealed teeth. Oh my god. Olivia was no stranger to hunting her victims, but in the last turn of the century she had thoroughly enjoyed luring her victims from the commute home, inviting them in and eating them there. This process saved her time and still allowed her to work her day job at the marketing firm in the loop. As Olivia finished feeding, she slowly slid back into her shell, her tall horns receding into her leathery skin and continuously licked her sharp teeth clean of any skin and bone. She moved to the bathroom, looking over her phone and brushed her teeth, and as she went to bed, she couldn't help but wonder what delicious gift the blue line would bring her tomorrow.